everybody. This is Chris Weir and Gene Moore again here for the next episode of the Chris Weir Effect. Join the journey. Thank you for joining the journey, choosing us today. We're here today to talk about why it's important to be an expert in your industry, an expert in your product lines. Gene, I would say not only does it simplify your job, if you know all the answers, if you know all your products, knowing them as deeply as you can and why people need those products, um, is that it takes the edge off of feeling like you have to sell something. The word sales for some people comes with a sort of a negative feeling. Sure. And I'm of the opinion in my job that I'm not really selling anything. I'm essentially, since I am an expert in my industry, an expert in the products that I offer, that my job is to make sure they understand everything about that product so that they can make the best choice for them, whether it's a match or whether it's not a match. Sales doesn't have to be about high-pressure tactics and upselling, does it? No, it doesn't have to, especially if you're, if you're solving a, a customer's problem. Ah, of course, yes. So if you're solving somebody's problem, I mean, that's the easiest sale you can make. And when you approach it that way, it, it's no longer about high-pressure. It's just a different approach, a different angle to it. And I'd assume being an expert in your product means you can solve anybody's problem related to those products. Uh, and you do that, I guess, by asking them questions. Sure. Sure. Yeah. If you have the right questions to ask, you're able to turn over what the need is. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It, would, it would start with asking good questions and digging down to, into to what they're looking for. They may not even know what they're looking for. Possible. I mean, they came into your store or they called you, whatever it is, because they must have had a need to they, begin with. They have an idea that they... Need something, sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, if if you're selling mattresses, they've walked in your store seemingly because something's wrong with the one that they have. I mean, if we take it to insurance, and, and, and one of the things I talk about on stage is you really have an obligation to be an expert in these Medicare, uh, Medicare Advantage, the ancillary products, prescription drugs. So if you're expecting, if you're an insurance agent and you're expecting somebody to let you in the door, come to the coffee table and talk about this stuff and and you're not an expert, then um, you've misled them. I mean, you, you haven't taken the time to understand all about parts A, B, C, and D and the ancillary products. And, and, um, and, and who makes the most sense for those? So they th- have invited you in under the premise that you are an expert in all things Medicare. And if you only have Medicare Advantage in your briefcase, so to speak, then you're not an expert in your field. You put yourself as a, at a disadvantage. What about the ability to, to cross-sell? This is, you know, it's an important piece for, for insurance agents to be able to it's not always an important piece, but, but a lot of people are successful at being able to offer other products that fit their customers' needs. So 
when can you start that process? You have to become a complete expert in one before you can start looking at another. Well, I mean, certainly becoming an expert sometimes. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not implying that you have to know every single thing there is to know, bar none, about every single product. Some things you are going to learn on the job. Some things you are going to learn. And there's probably, in the Medicare world, things change every year. So you, you've got to continue to add those things, the, the new pieces, the new knowledge components uh, to who you are because uh, you're always growing. But again, for people that are just selling Medicare Advantage and they're completely ignoring the MedSup, for instance, the, because the MedAdvantage in most cases especially in the larger cities, is, is free. So you're selling something that comes with zero cost. Now, your question goes to crossover selling. And again, for a lot of people, when you use the word sales or selling, it comes with a negative connotation. Now, I'm actually talking about people who actually are selling things. In their mind, they're, I don't want to upsell anybody. I don't want to sell people things that they don't want. I'm talking about the mindset of some agents, not just people in general, you know, thinking sales means Wolf of Wall Street, upselling people, winning versus losing, selling the ancillary products of the other products you talk about is just making sure that they know that you have them if they make sense for them. Speaking to the advantages of cancer, how many people do unfortunately get cancer, what that does to their financial situation. You're, you learn words and phrases you know, that can advance a conversation with somebody about an ancillary product, cancer, heart attack, stroke, that sort of thing, and you take a conversation down a, down a path. Uh, it doesn't mean you have to go for a, a hard close, um, but if you're selling those products and you're sitting in front of somebody, it would make sense to make sure they know that you have those products. Even if there isn't a need today, they may see a need tomorrow. They may be talking to one of their friends who took a policy last month on one of these and they say, oh, well, maybe I should have done that. So that, that's when you know they know, oh, well, I remember my, my agent told me that they do that, so maybe I'll call him back. No reason not to communicate all the products that you have. Um, but being an expert in each individual product, when you get into all of them, that may be something you're always growing and learning and striving to be. But at the bare minimum, your Medicare Part A, B, C, and D, Medicare uh, Part C, of course, is Medicare Advantage itself, and uh, which prescription is, is right for you know, uh, which prescription plan is right for each person depending on the prescriptions they're on. The, that senior citizen invited you into their, whether it's virtual or otherwise, they have essentially taken that appointment under the guise that you are an expert. So uh, be thorough in your approach and make sure you, you understand all of these products. Be an expert. That's the, that's the thing. And, uh, and beyond that, uh, you have to be an expert at asking questions and listening. 
Because one thing is for sure, these seniors, they, they, they do have a lot of questions and everybody's a little bit different. Everyone's a little bit different. So taking it from A to D and all of the MedSup policies uh, after that. There's training in products. And you've got to always be looking for more training in the Medicare and the ancillary products. But there's also training in, in sales, sales training. Again, that doesn't mean slick or slimy sales training. Sales training is listening to what other people say, how they say it, finding little tricks along the way and communicating with people what questions maybe lead a senior to the, to the yes that you're looking for. Sales training, product training, uh, there, there's, you know. It sounds to me like becoming an expert in something, while that may seem daunting, makes everything so much easier for, for the salesperson because they've got a singular focus. They, they know what they're working towards. They're, they can solve their customers' problems better, which is just going to increase their sales. It's going to increase their referrals. And, and it seems to me like a much easier approach than taking a different approach or trying to, trying to bite off too much. Uh, well, that's fair. We're you know, not selling uh, underage health insurance at the same time and all the pieces that go with that. Uh, maybe as you're starting out, you're not selling life insurance. You're just sticking with the health insurance. Uh, stick with those segments until you get really, really proficient at them. Um, and once you get really, really proficient, you can begin to add other products, um, but you can never stop growing in that, in that health market where you found your initial strength. You've, you've got to keep, you got to keep up, well, not only with your AHIP, with your actual testing, but, uh, but there's always new things, different ways to market, different ways to grow your business. It's hard to be great at everything. But going into whatever you're supposed to be selling, you should know that product top to bottom and beyond that, why your customer should have it. So thank you, everybody. Thank you for joining the journey today. As you head down the journey, remember, if you like what you hear, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you.